Hi. Good to see you guys. Welcome. Glad you're here. We are starting a new series today called Playlist, and we are going to be looking at some songs that you probably know rather well. We're looking at some popular songs from a couple different decades, so we should hit all of us um, somewhere along this way. And you may be thinking, uh, why, why are we doing this? Why a playlist? Why looking at songs? Um, the reasoning is actually very similar to why we do our Summer at the Movies series. Um, if you're to open up your Bible and look at the things that Jesus said in the New Testament, you'll find that he told stories. He would be talking to a group of people and he would make up a story to make a point, to draw them in and to make a spiritual point, to make a, a truth point to them, to teach them. And he did this over and over again. That's why we do our Summer at the Movie series. We take stories and we show how God's truth can be found in them. And so we're kind of doing the same thing where we're taking some songs that I think a lot of you know, know well, and we're pulling some, we're going to point back to God in them. Um, so we're really glad that you're here today. If you happen to be a first timer, welcome. Uh, uh, this We love doing ministry here at First Methodist and, and doing ministry the way we do here at Solomon's Porch. And um, like you heard from Tinley at the, uh, in the announcement video, uh, if you are a first-timer, hang on to that connection card you got on the way in. Bring it downstairs after the service to the hospitality bar, and a lovely person will be there to meet you. So that obviously rules me out, but a lovely person will be there to meet you, to say hello. We got a little gift for you just to say thanks for coming. Um, but the rest of us, later in the service, you'll see a basket come by uh, towards the end of our worship time together. And you can put your connection cards in there and any prayer requests or things that you uh, want to do or ways in which you want to minister, or ways we can help you. You can write those on there and also you can return your offerings. Um, so we're in this playlist series. And today's message is, I almost hesitate to say who I think it's for because then you can go, oh, well, that's not me and then check out. But I'm going to tell you who I think it's for because maybe it'll make you think for a minute about whether this is you or not. And if it's not you, then hopefully you'll think for a minute about someone you know who this, this could apply to. Because I think today's message is for the person who feels like giving up. For the person who just feels like just giving up. And, and, and so, like I said, it might not be you. You might be going, oh, that's really not me. Things are going really good. I'm, I'm all in. Then I'll just say this. I promise you, you know somebody who feels like giving up. And so you can tell them, hey, I heard this message today. So take notes. Write down the scripture we're going to look at. Share it with them because nothing beats eye contact one-on-one -on -one and telling them about this. But you can also say, hey, this is going to be on, on Facebook later. It's going to be live streamed or you can, well, it's live streamed right now. So there's that. But you can watch it later also. So by the way, hi to those watching us online. Um, okay, so, so think about this, giving up. And here's the first, I, I guess, thought I had about this, thinking about giving up. For those of us who have been in that place before, who are followers of Jesus, and there have been times when we felt like giving up, I have learned this time and again, maybe it's true for you, that the greatest blessings from God have often come just on the other side of not giving up. 
that God has shown up in a way I never, I never could have orchestrated it. I never would have thought it would have happened that way. But there have been so many times when it would seem like just giving up is the, is the option. It's the best thing to do to stop pursuing that, looking for that, going for that, dreaming about that, visioning for that, praying, hoping, pleading, and just on the other side of not giving up, of just keeping at it, that God shows up in a big way. Has anyone else ever experienced that? Okay, that's good. It's good. And so I, I say to, to the, you, to all of us today, that, that there's something for us, even if you think, ah, that's not really me. So before we hear the song that's on our playlist uh, for today, I want to take us to the Psalms in Scripture, the Psalms. And really, that's just a fancy word for songs. Um, when you think about it, the Psalms, all those things written that you find in your Bible, they are songs. They are poetry. They are lyrics that some people sat down, a few different people, David being one of them, several people over a long period of time wrote down. And here's what they wrote down. They wrote down these words of, of sometimes desperation, sometimes joy, sometimes confusion. And they wrote down things. They were people that were expressing something to God or they were expressing something about God or they were writing about grief, just unbelievable grief. They, were, they would write about anger. They would write about this fear. They would write about this immense love. They would write about this joy and this hope. And if you think about it, that's pretty much the lyrics to all the songs that you and I listen to on our playlist today. I mean, think about just any song. Think about the song that you're listening to right now, and I bet you it's going to involve one of those things. So, I mean, think about that. And I want us to start looking this morning in Psalm 77. Now, and I want you to think about the person who is on that verge of giving up. Think about the, the, the person that sat down and wrote those word, these words, these lyrics, and hear their heart and see if you haven't felt this before. <clears throat> Beginning in verse 1 of Psalm 77. I cry to the Lord... I call and call to him, oh, that he would listen. You ever felt that way before? I am deep in trouble. You ever felt that way before? Don't, don't you? I need his help so much. All night long I pray, lifting my hands to heaven, pleading. There could be no joy for me until he acts. I think of God and moan overwhelmed with longing for his help. I cannot sleep until you act. You ever been there? I am too distressed to even pray. I don't even know what to pray, God. I mean, think about those times. Think about those moments when, when you are wide awake in the middle of the night and, and the prospect of sleep is just a cruel joke because your mind's just going. It's just going. It's either, it's replaying stuff, it's, it's, it's projecting stuff, stuff that might not even ever happen, but there goes, there goes your mind. It's just, it's on, you know, where the, the clock on your bedside table or your phone, you, know, you keep looking at it, you know, it's, it's like this, you know, it seems to be mocking you. 
when you're overwhelmed with, with worry, when you've prayed and, and you've cried, and, and it's like you both fear and crave the morning? You ever been there? And in that quiet darkness, in, in that place, you, just, you, you don't even know the words to pray. You don't even know where to start. The, the, the writer of this song said, you moan. There's just no words. You know, and you think about your mind's just going round and around and, and, and anything but clarity. Like confusion is just like your companion right there with you. I've been there. I think some of you have been there. And the writer of this song in Psalm 77 has been there. Verse 5. I keep thinking of the good old days. The good old days of the past. That's always great when that gets in your head and you're just, you know, oh, so much better than, oh, the good old days of the past long since ended. Then, oh, my nights were filled with joyous songs. I searched my soul and meditate upon the difference now. You know, you're just there and you're thinking, oh man, yesterday was so great. Oh, last month was so awesome. Last year was the year. But God, here I am now and this is horrible. I think I'll just give up. And for those of us who have been on this journey of faith for even a little bit of time, it's very likely, see, you might be thinking right now, this isn't me, Shannon. I mean, this sounds really bad, but this isn't me. But for those of us who have been on this journey of faith for a while, I believe it's very likely that our relationship with Christ can feel kind of stale at times. Maybe, maybe today that's how some of you might feel. Like you're here and, you know, you're like, man, that was some pretty good worship. You know, man, I remember, I remember a while back when, when I kind of felt that in worship and I felt like I kind of wanted to sing and I wanted to sing louder and maybe I wanted to get my hand out of my pocket a little bit and you know, I remember those days. Yay, Jesus, you know. I remember that and oh, I want to get back to that. And for so many of us, we can, we can look back and we can see better times with the Lord. Like we've had times when we were closer. We had that closer relationship when that connectedness with God was so much stronger, so much more intimate. And, and these, these memories of answered prayer and these, these memories of, of that intimate worship. And so we can find ourselves at times flashing back and going, well, that's how it used to be. And, and you know, oh, I wish it could be like that again. And, and wondering, you know, what happened? Like, why is that? Why, why am I not connected now? Why do I not feel that now? I just want to tell you something. You're in really good company with the writer of these lyrics because the writer goes on to say in verse 7 to ask some really honest questions. Like, I think some of us would almost feel like we were going to be struck with lightning if we asked some of these questions. But this writer is being really honest and says, has the Lord rejected me forever? Has the Lord rejected me? Will he never again be favorable? Is his loving kindness gone forever? See, some of us, we can look back and we know when God was present and now we don't sense it. And we're like, did he leave? Is he gone? Has, it, has his promise failed? I know he made some promises to me. Have they failed? 
Has he forgotten to be kind to one so undeserving? At least the, the writer is at least smart enough to make sure that he reminds, you know, whoever's going to read this later that he doesn't feel he deserves it. He knows he's undeserving, but he's still wondering where in the world God is. Has he slammed the door in anger on his love? And I said, the, the writer says this in verse 10. This is so honest. This is where so many people can be. This is my fate, that the blessings of God have changed to hate. Where is God? Does he love me anymore? Has he left me? We ask these questions. I'm talking people who love Jesus ask these questions. Whether we, we say them out loud or we're even brave enough to put them on paper, we can ask these questions. Would most of us, would you be willing to admit to yourself, you don't have to admit it to me or anyone else, but would you be willing to admit that we can run ahead of God sometimes? That we run ahead of God, that, that we run ahead of God in decisions, we run ahead of God in our plans, we run ahead of God in our relationships, we run ahead of God when we're trying to you know, plan out our, our career, we run ahead of God when we're looking at our education, we run ahead of God and we do all these things. And, and then you know, there's times when I think God's like, hey, hold on a second, we pump the brakes, hold up a minute, I, I don't want you there yet, I want you here, and we just keep on going, like we keep running ahead, running ahead head and and to the point that I think he calls to us and we are running so far ahead of him that we don't hear him that, that we don't hear him and I want to break this to you as gently as possible because I don't want to hurt your feelings but God is not the one to blame when we don't hear him God is not the one to blame when you do not hear him He isn't the reason that connectedness is broken. He's not the reason. He is not to blame. Jesus is not to blame for our devotion and our worship to be less than, than stellar, to be less than what it used to be. We are the reason. You are the reason. If you feel as if God is not answering you, you feel as if he has slammed the door, as if you, you're wondering, does he hate me because I don't feel him, I don't sense his presence, I just got to tell you, you are the reason. You have run ahead. You have run away. And with that truth and with that reality in front of us, what do we do? What do we do? Because the, the, these words, this song, these lyrics are so honest. And I believe that God loves honesty like this. I, I don't think that he is angered by this kind of honesty because when we can start to ask these kinds of questions, I mean, really ask them, like admit that we're asking these questions, then I believe we are on the path of truth. It's when we lie to ourselves and we, and we don't even go, well, I'm not sure about God. He's there, he's not. I don't know. It's, it's, a, you know, it's Tuesday, so maybe I don't feel him on Tuesdays. Well, you know, we don't really think about it. We don't really get into it. I believe when we ask these kinds of questions that we find here in Psalm 77, that God will answer them. These are true questions. 
So what do we do then with this kind of reality in front of us? For the person who's saying, why even bother then? Like, I'm just gonna give up. Like, why, if this is how it's gonna feel, if this is how it's gonna be, I'm just gonna give up. I'm gonna give up on other people because they keep messing up. I'm gonna give up on those relationships. I'm gonna give up on these circumstances. I'm gonna give up on this career. I'm gonna give up on this future. I'm gonna give up on all this stuff. I suggest that we do what the writer of another psalm did. And that's in Psalm 61. Because this writer calls out to God and says this beginning in verse one. Oh God, listen to me. Hear my prayer for wherever I am, see, wherever, even if you've run far away, wherever I am, though far away at the ends of the earth, and folks, that's where sometimes we can feel that we have run in our relationship with God to the total, complete opposite end. For wherever I am, though far away at the ends of the earth, I will cry to you for help. I will cry to you for help. When my heart is faint and overwhelmed, lead me. And here's where the writer declares who God is. Lead me to the mighty, towering rock, capital R, the towering rock of safety. For you are my refuge a high tower where my enemies can never reach me. Oh God, I'm gonna run to you. Listen, if you're lost, if you're far away, no matter how far, like this writer, you can call out to God and you can trust that he will find you and he will lead you to safety. He's not gonna leave you out there. Every single time he is faithful. Every time. And if you find yourselves feeling as if, as if everything is slipping out of your hands, right? Like it's just, it's, it's just, you don't know what to do. As if you're falling and you're not sure what's gonna happen when you land. Hear these lyrics from Psalm 94 in verses 18 and 19. This is about as honest as it can get. This is, I mean, this is like, this is an amazing, honest prayer. Psalm 94, 18. I screamed, I'm slipping, Lord. I'm slipping, Lord. And he was kind and saved me. You ever felt like you're slipping? Lord, when doubts fill my mind, when my heart is in turmoil, give me, or quiet me, and give me renewed hope and cheer. See, the the person who wrote these words knew, yeah, I'm gonna feel like I'm slipping. Yes, I'm gonna feel like, I know that doubts are gonna fill my mind and my heart's gonna be in turmoil, but God, I'm gonna call out to you. I'm gonna scream out to you and I'm gonna ask you to quiet me and renew in me hope and cheer. And folks, this is good news today 
This is good news because here's, here's the thing. Over and over and over again, every single time, every single time, it just keeps coming, God will be faithful. He never, ever stops being faithful. We do. Okay, we do. We certainly, we stop being faithful. We break our word. We break promises. We say things we regret. We say things we don't regret, and we should. God is always faithful. We, we aren't. We stop. He keeps going. We stop. We fail. The people that depend on us fail us. But over and over and over again, every single time, God is faithful. And I want you to hear this today. He is here today waiting for us. He's, just, he's here waiting for us. He wants us to call out to him in honesty. I mean like this gut level type honesty and say, here I am. I mean, you know what my prayer is? And it sounds like a weird prayer to pray. My prayer is, is that you came in here today and you didn't think you felt like giving up. But now after sitting here for a minute, you go, you know what? There's some stuff I've been feeling like giving up on. And now that you've realized that, I hope that you'll call out to God. God, I'm slipping. God, I'm falling. God, I don't even hear you. Have you slammed the door on your love for me? Please don't say that's true because everyone else has slammed the door. Have you slammed the door too? Because I promise you, He has not. He has not. As the band comes up and and shares with you what's on our playlist today, I want to tell you about a psalm that in Psalm 34, it was, I would call it one of my life verses. It was some of the first verses that I ever really learned as a new believer about 24 years ago, 24, 25 years ago. And I, um, I found this verse and for those of you, and maybe you can relate to this, but I didn't really grow up in church. I kind of went to a church sometimes when, you know, my mom made me go, like some of you, like today, that might be why you're here, but uh, so I feel your pain, but um, I'm hoping that Jesus will be the the result of that. Um, And so, but not growing up in church and not really knowing a lot of Bible verses and not really learning a lot of this stuff, when I was a new believer and I was reading the Bible, reading scripture, I remember this, I would read some of these verses and it felt like, and and I don't know if this will make sense, but it felt like someone wrote those verses for me, like for me. The first time I read them, I thought, what? And it was in Psalm 34, four, and it's this verse and it's small and it might not mean a lot to you, but my goodness, the first time I read it and the second time and thereafter, this says this, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. And what it meant to me 24 years ago as a, as a new believer and then what it's meant to me through the years 
in different seasons and different parts of my life, it's been the same. It's been different, but it's been the same. Knowing that I could seek after the Lord and he would hear me and he would deliver me. He would deliver me from all my doubts and all my fears and all the things I was worried about. He would deliver me. His promises have always been true. And you know what I've come to realize? As a new believer, I I felt as if someone wrote that just for me. What I've come to realize now is I know someone wrote that just for me. And I know that someone wrote that just for you. So, I want to tell you that if you feel lost, He finds us when we call out to Him. And that if you, uh, so call out to Him. And when we think we're slipping and we think we're falling, Can I just ask you to let go of whatever it is that you're holding on to that's going to keep you from truly falling into the arms of God today? Because I promise you, it's glorious and scary and awesome and weird and amazing and beautiful. So if you feel like you're slipping and falling, fall back into the arms. Listen to this song that's on our on our playlist today.